Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Utah's best athletes count on flexibility, speed, strength. And the Jazz pick up their 22nd assist. So they count on University of Utah help. Brielle Soleil puts this game away. And so can you. Leading doctors, a world-class environment, award-winning innovation, care to be great. 14 unanswered by the Utes. University of Utah Health, caring for Utah's best and yours. Schedule your appointment now at uofuhealth.org slash care to be great. What's up, everybody? Welcome to a brand new episode of the RSL Show. Uh, we're here with a full team, full staff. We're going to talk about the resume in MLS play, the League's Cup matchup that I think took us by surprise. We're going to be seeing a Nashville and an Inter-Miami in the final on Saturday. And third place, Monterey and... Philly. Philly. Oh, your favorite club. That's right, Alex. Your favorite club defensive all time, just complete collapse versus Miami, dude. What was that? I know you followed the game. Let's just lead with that. That's the most exciting thing happening, I would say, soccer-wise, MLS. What was everyone's takes on the uh, Messi versus Philly? I mean, (laughs) you knew. I I thought... If one team was going to deny Messi a final, a League's Cup final, I thought it was going to be Philadelphia, especially in Philadelphia, um, just a place where they don't lose games. And then all of a sudden, Messi just comes in, puts on a masterclass in Philadelphia, um, and I think takes back that Philly squad just a little bit. Um, so props to Inter Miami for making it. Yeah, and at this point, you have to be wondering, you know, is Inter Miami that good, or are teams afraid? Right? Is anyone going to figure out how to stop Messi? Is anyone going to play their game, or are they going to let Messi dictate everything? Because that's kind of what we've seen. You know, all, of all the teams they've played, no one's really stepped up um, outside FC Dallas, which is surprising, right? So, you know, who's going to be the first to do it? Will it be Nashville? Uh, script writers would hate that, so I doubt it. Although in Nashville. Sure, but I mean, they're, they're pricing their fans out, right? Like, it's hard to say that home field advantage isn't going to be the same. Yeah. And I think uh, what we've seen from Messi and Inter Miami, it's like playing away. doesn't really, it's, it's not a factor. Like people, you could argue Philadelphia unions. It's a tough place to play. 
A lot of the fans were online saying that they're going to boo Messi. It doesn't matter what caliber player he is. It doesn't matter, you know, what, what his history is. But clearly they went in there and uh, Messi shot it from how far out, dude? And it just like rolled past the keeper. Like I said, like what was Andre Blake doing, right? Like former I, MLS goalkeeper <clears throat> of the year, dude. Total wreck show. Right. Because like that, that wasn't like that pretty of a goal. Like, let's be real. It just. Yeah rolled on in and that's kind of where i'm going back to you know pe- people are playing scared and i hope i hope we can all collectively pull our heads out of our asses and and stop letting miami run rampant i don't know i think that's a tough ask man i think there's a lot of talent i think you're really starting to see you know people i saw it on twitter today like saying mls is in top 10 like they're not in the top 10 leagues in the world and you've got people coming over here, not necessarily making a mockery out of it, but it's like a testament that we just can't ball with people that come from clubs like that, like Barcelona. Um, I think it's more of a messy thing. I don't think it's a what club they came from. You don't really think do. you don't think Busquets or Alba makes a difference on this squad? I mean, they make a difference, but had they just added Busquets or Alba, they're not having this run. That's a different story. Yeah. Uh, what's the number of goals for Messi so far? Nine. Nine. Ridiculous. Nine goals. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's the Messi show, man. Um, you know, a lot of people eating crow. Wayne Rooney's uh, screenshot was uh, obviously shared around social media. Um, an old screenshot of Jason Christ uh, also saying that it wouldn't matter if you brought Messi and put him on the worst MLS club. That MLS club would still suck think that was back in 2014 that he had said that um so yeah it's it's just it's a weird effect man the uh, the talent and the magic and a little bit of the um i don't know like the chosen one crap like from the soccer heaven gods are just like shining their light on messi it's it's nuts bro the worst yeah, team in mls is going to play leagues cup a tournament that involved liga Mackies. MLS, some of the best clubs, some of the best talent, some of the best keepers, best strikers, and Miami's just mopped the floor with all of their opponents. It's crazy. Except FC Dallas, and that's the crazy part for me. Yeah. So um, that final is going to be played uh, this Saturday. We won't even pay attention to third place, but uh, how do we think this one ends? Oh, you know, fairytale ending. Miami's going to get it. Messi's first cup in North America. It's obvious, right? If Nashville wins, I'll, while I'll be happy, I'll be shocked. The script writers have it ready for, for Lionel Messi. Um, but I do want Nashville to pull through and upset uh, Messi and Miami in the final. Well, even if even if Nashville's doing some work, right, they're going to get help from the referee, right? Don Garber even though it's not an MLS cup, right? Still a competition. MLS teams are in. They're going to be making phone calls. They want Messi to win. Which I think refing in this competition is a whole nother topic that we can go into because it has not been good for anybody, I would say. Um, There was a specific situation in that Nashville game against Monterey where they score a goal where the player allegedly impeded in the view of the goalkeeper, which is something that's happened to RSL. Um, as well in the past, but then you have other games where that goal counted. Um, right, when Messi scored it. And essentially eliminated yep. um, another team. And so 
it's interesting. The, the refing of this competition is is a whole nother conversation. Yeah, it's been a little. It, it's weird, man. Um, you got to think. So, I was looking at uh, comparisons, and you know, MLS Cup winner gets the little star. You uh, you win your league three hundred thousand dollar payout. League's Cup is like a what five to eight million dollar payout. It's insane, dude. It's just insanity. And so it just kind of makes you think, like, what what if, just what if, what if there could be corruption behind the officiating, dude? Like, we've seen some really weird calls. Uh, not only just in this goal, but I think later in the game there was like a penalty opportunity as well, too. I mm-hmm. there's um I you gotta just think like when there's cross leagues and and bigger players in play and i'm not talking about athletes but just people backing this competition yeah you want inter miami uh you know to to make it further into the competition or you want to push a team uh in this case like how we were talking about uh monterey you want to push teams a little bit further right you want to keep the the attention spans of uh, of the leagues and the people who are following for Messi. I I, I don't know. I, I it's a, I know it's all conspiracy theory right now, but I think that League's Cup as a whole would have preferred a Messi versus a Liga MX team. Am I wrong to say that? No. Not at all. I think Is a Messi Mon- I think a Messi Monterey final would have been uh, the most ideal situation out of the four finalists uh, because then you get a final in Miami if it's Monterey. Final in Miami, you, you've got the Liga Mekis, uh, people invested, the fans, people who want to see that final versus Messi. Okay, right? Like the 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 Mexican affiliate uh, affiliations. Let's beat this Argentinian player. Like who do they think they are? Right? There's there's so many aspects and so many things that they could have crossed off their checklist. And now I'm sorry to say it, Nashville. It's a boring ass team, dude. Like it's not a thrilling final at all. It's not, man. It's it's a kind of a letdown. So, but would you say that maybe Monterey kind of got screwed over because they're the bigger threat to Miami? You know, back to your corruption. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. In, yes. In the sense that we go back to the officiating, and I think my uh, Monterey got gypped out of two PKs in uh, against Nashville. Yeah, and the the scoreline being so close to O, um, it's yeah. I mean, there's you can certainly speculate, and it's fun, but yeah, it, it's just weird, man. But I will I will say this about Leagues Cup: it's been really entertaining. I tweeted about it yesterday. Um, I like this format. Uh, I looked more into it. Leagues Cup, for the moment being, is only uh, hosted in the U.S. or Canada. That's what I at least read. Um, so it looks like it's not set up to be hosted in Mexico, but I think to make things a little bit more fair in the future, you know, let's rewrite that a little bit. How fun would it be to see MLS sides play away? I mean, I know that we get that in CONCACAF every now and then, right? Like we don't get it often, but can you imagine if they were to do a switch up like that and you're seeing, you know, you're you're watching Real Salt Lake play Guadalajara Chivas and like the Omni Stadium, like it'd be so cool, dude. So Absolutely. I would hope that it goes that way, just so that they could feel feel that it's a little fair. Because there was a lot of talk 
amongst Mexican fans. Uh, and then even Tata kind of pointing that out uh, when people were complaining about the format, saying that, hey, when all the teams signed up for this League's Cup and they signed up to be participants, it was all already set. Like the tone was set that it was going to be played in the United States. They all entered at their own will. No one was held hostage. They all understood it. So can you really complain? But I mean, you saw some of the conditions. Did Was it Leon that got stuck in the airport sleeping on the floor? Yep. So, I mean, things like that are going to happen. But uh, I hope down the road, man, I, I, I would love to see some plays or excuse me, some matches played over in Mexico, dude. That would be fantastic. And maybe some draws for like the knockout phases. Um, because the second Miami was over on that bra- on that side of the bracket with essentially no hard hitters, no good teams, it was obvious Messi was going to end up in the final. Yeah, yeah, it's rigged. Yeah, yeah. Have you seen Have you seen the conspiracies and heard the conspiracies? Well, what are some uh, multiple, that you've heard? Yeah. <laughs> what are some that you guys have heard? The one where MLS knew since the World Cup that Messi was coming to Miami, and so they set up this tournament in that format. It, the way the groups were set up, they did it on purpose to make sure that Messi was in this final, <laughs> which could be true. I mean, things are just going so well right now, right? Apple deal, Messi, Inter Miami, winning matches, the the group play, I guess. Uh, I don't know what you'd want to call it. The other side, very easy pathway to the final. So, yeah, maybe. Who knows, man? I don't know. Um, it's going to be, it'll still be a fun final to watch, man. I am going to fully admit that I've been literally tuning in to every single Miami match. Uh, how do we think this one ends? Oh, you know, fairy tale ending. Miami's going to get it. Messi's first cup in North America. It's obvious, right? If Nashville wins, I'll, while I'll be happy, I'll be shocked. Do you do you guys notice uh, defenses not really pressing him too often, or just kind of ball watching a little bit? Is that I mean, because he's too good, or no? I, I honestly, the, I think the biggest reason people don't challenge him like they challenge other guys, or, or you know, play as tough is because you're either going to get a call against you, or Messi's going to foul you, and you're going to get the card for it anyway. So. You know, it's a delicate balance when you're defending the best player because they have a safety net, essentially, with refereeing. Well, I'm just saying, man, Inter-Miami just beat one of the best defenses, quote-unquote, in the league. That's enough messy talk. Um, If you guys are still here, let's talk about Real Salt Lake and RSL's next matchup. But first off, let's talk about the blow, the sacrifice that was made not even sacrifice well i guess whatever it's the it's the price to pay for playing in the league's cup pablo ruiz out uh remainder of the season torn meniscus will not be returning who is going to fill that role in the sense of not only the position but who can distribute the ball like pablo ruiz do we feel good about it are we really worried take it away i think at that, I think at this point, all eyes turn to Nelson Palacio, right? Um, the new signing from Colombia, essentially like for like for Pablo Ruiz, um, who hasn't really gotten as much minutes as I thought he would um, up to this point. And so all eyes are going to be on him because naturally he's the one who's going to fill into that position. He's the one who's going to slot in there next to Brian Ojeda in the midfield. 
Um, and so I think all the attention now turns to Nelson Palacio um, and we get a real chance to see him go 90, possibly 90 minutes and see what he really brings to this team. Well, hopefully we're also well rested and uh, we've learned from the debacle that was LAFC. That's really all my hope. Like find our rhythm again, find the club Leon RSL and, and not replicate that LAFC performance, which was, it's purely abysmal. Like if we're going to be honest, horrible, horrible I, collapse. I think to me, this game depends a lot on um, if Pablo decides to rotate heading into Wednesday, are we going to get the quote unquote B team? Are we going to get the a full, a full strength RSL? Um, I also think it's going to come down a lot to this new look LA. They signed a lot of really good players. Um, that could possibly make a difference for this LA Galaxy. Diego Fagundes, uh, Michael Barrios, um, a center back from Schalke. Uh, a lot of new new faces come to this LA team that are supposed to make their debut against RSL. Um, but they've just been so inconsistent. So it's going to be really interesting to see how they're integrating their new players into their team um, and how LA comes out. Also, got to keep in mind that Martin Cáceres, their best center back, as well as Gaston Brugman are out for the rest of the season. So they're no longer a part of that LA squad. Um, so it's just really going to be integrating those new guys that they that just arrived. Yeah, I think if we play the RSL way, uh, we shouldn't have an issue, right? These are all guys we faced. They're not. They're nothing new. They're not from outside of the league, uh, for the most part. So I, I think we'll be fine. Should yeah, be fine. I think it's going to come down just to squad mentality going in without a Pablo Ruiz. It's, it, it was weird, man, because we were highlighting so many other players throughout this uh you know this this successful stretch of real salt lake that it's almost like uh pablo ruiz was invisible in a way however when this happens then you start to notice you're like shit like this guy is actually he was holding this together right he was feeding the assists he was controlling the midfield so i'm a i mean i am a little worried i'm a little nervous and you know la galaxy uh, I feel like they're starting to make moves, just like Alex said. I mean, there's what they're being linked with Neymar at this point. Um, even it may not be the most credible, but you're starting to see this this club shift or this mental shift of, okay, if Inter Miami can do it, so can we. Clearly, they're not going to have like this record-breaking signing before we meet them on Sunday, but. I feel like the tides are kind of just shifting across the league with uh, the the possibilities and um, just trying to even out this uh, this playing field. But if I had to uh, take a stab at a prediction, I think we're you know we were in good run of form leading uh, you know leading up to LAFC. Uh, I don't know what happened there, man. It was just very frustrating. I don't even want to recap that four zero loss, but. I think uh, versus an LA Galaxy side, we should we should, and I hope we we handle business. We need this win. We we need something positive to happen for Real Salt Lake after that League's Cup exit. Yeah, and we just need to continue our momentum, right? We need to kind of forget that happened. We need to just carry on and pick up where we left off. Essentially, that's that's what we have to do, especially uh, heading into an Open Cup semifinal against the DC Houston side, which could then lead to you know, the Miami game. So we need to build as much confidence as we can after that LAFC win starting Sunday. I'd like to see a big win from Real Salt Lake over LA Galaxy just to get hot, get that confidence and just scare Houston. Um, But I'm not opposed to giving it all towards the Open Cup because I think at this 
moment too we're we're trying to or we're starting to see a shift into hardware mattering and even though the open cup is just kind of like a it's whatever it's like the hardware is just attractive like i want to see real salt lake just win something that semi matters because the rocky mountain cup doesn't do it for me or or at least get us into champions league right like get into the open cup final which with the way things are shaping up, the second place team in the Open Cup final should be getting his spot this year. Yeah. So, at the very least, let's get let's get one more game and let's prepare for a fun competition. Yes, sir. This year. Alex, what are what are your priorities, man? Right now, uh, do you want to see Real Salt Lake come out heavy against Galaxy and just prioritize the league over Open Cup, or do you want them to rotate? What are you feeling? No, I'm on the same boat as you guys. I think they need to. I think you need to be more prepared for for the Open Cup semifinal. It's a semifinal, um, no matter which way you look at it. Um, points will come by later on in the year, right? We can we can make those up at home or whatever. But I think you need to prioritize the Open Cup, especially when you're two games away from a from a, from a piece of silverware and playing Messi. <laughs> exactly, and, and you know. You know, Pablo Ruiz isn't playing, but if there's a final with Real Salt Lake and Inter Miami, I would hope that somebody grabs that kit for Ruiz. All right. So with that, we're going to wrap it up. Quick little brief Real Salt Lake session just to feed you guys' little RSL tummies. I'm talking to you guys listening on the radio. Uh, Catch us on all of the socials, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, no TikTok. We don't do any dances around here. Uh, But go follow us, be a part of the conversation, and we will see you. We'll do a new episode after the Galaxy result. Hopefully it's a good one. So we'll do one after the Galaxy, and we'll preview the Houston Open Cup semifinal. RSL Show on KSL Sports. Have a great day. Have a great weekend. Be safe. stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Utah's best athletes count on flexibility, speed, strength. And the Jazz pick up their 22nd assist. So they count on University of Utah help. Brielle Soleil puts this game away. And so can you. Leading doctors, a world-class environment, award-winning innovation, care to be great. 14 unanswered by the Utes. University of Utah Health, caring for Utah's best and yours. Schedule your appointment now at uofuhealth.org slash care to be great.